This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. My name is Jamie Devitt and you're listening to the Blue Army podcast. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Phillip. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello. My name is Derek Combs. My name is Toby Show Silva. My name's Greg Abbott, and you're listening to the Blue Army podcast. Enjoy. That. <laughs> oh, 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 I can hear Liam. Will now. Liam's, Liam's, Liam's on a rooftop. Don't do it, Liam. Don't I agree, Liam. Liam on, Liam on vacation. Uh, not vacation, on location. On loan. On loan to Scotland. Aye. What are you doing anyway? <laughs> I'm trying to sort my audio out. I need to get it coming through the earphones. All right, okay, no dramas. You sort that out. Well, lovely deck chair. Well done, lad. Yeah, gone for the deck chair. You're going to wear it tonight, tonight at Carlisle City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to rustle some feathers, lad. Oh, dear. Of their famous rivals. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're going to tick a few people off at the bar. No, you'll there be we go. fine. You'll be Give fine. Are you, are you all right? Are we coming through your ears now, Charlie FM style? Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Although I probably should use like me already. Right, I don't have a microphone. Yeah, no, I can hear you fine. Yeah, I can hear. You. I can hear. You. It's, it's obviously it's a little bit different than normal, but my ears will adjust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but like, if you don't already know, we're already recording. Uh, it's a little trick that I picked up while I've been away with uh, the old Jamie Devitt Meister. Um, it's it's called a soft open. Um, it requires me to do. Uh, you what? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just recording now, basically, yeah. So it requires me to do a little bit more editing <laughs> um, at the start. Uh, but, you know, it's all right. It, it's more natural. It's more natural than us having to say hello, like, multiple times, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're going to give this a go from now on, just so you lads know when we're going to be jumping in. Obviously, you're going to be getting recorded when we're jumping in. This whole part will probably get cut out. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be absolutely fine. Um, next week, we might have a new co-host joining us. So that's quite exciting. I'm got a lower expectations though it's not jamie devitt all right it's, oh. not. it's not lads i'm gonna kick things off properly it feels like it's been a while since i've been able to do a couple of our traditions around here oh how's it gone and welcome back to the blue army podcast this is of course episode 108 18, and I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the two men that I love to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. Wills and Liam are here. Welcome back, boys. 
Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for having us back after a bit of a uh, bit of a break. A bit of a break for yeah. you, yeah, yeah. A bit of a, a break, break for, for you, Jamie you know. We well, need a pre-season break, just like everybody else as well. And you're right, yeah. I didn't realize how much content uh, Jamie Devitt was going to be able to to come up with, to be honest. But it's fantastic. I've had a couple of great conversations with him. Got a Hello. few more to look forward to as well. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to all of that. But today, lads, you know, we we've got a bit of a, a bit of fun for us. Uh, we're going to be doing a predictions episode. Um, you know, we're going to look at the league table, we're going to predict a top goal scorer, and we're going to do a big old massive shout, similar to the massive shout that I did last year. Uh, do you lads remember what your shouts were? I know everyone knows my shout was uh, the yeah. Callum guy getting into double figures. Will, what was your well, big was, shout last year? Oh, uh, there was it was mm. like I think we're going to win by four, I don't know, but we beat we beat Barrow, and I think that was my shout, correct? So Nice, yeah, man, that'll do, that'll do. Liam, do you remember what yours was? Not a clue, can't remember. <laughs> nah, not a clue, not a clue. Well, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. No, I it. do, uh, it, was for, uh, oh. it was for Mark Hughes to be sacked. Oh. Ah! Oh, well, that's he's, he's still hanging in now, oh, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Still well, hanging in now. Playoffs, so they got booed just... off, they got booed off of the last pre-season friendly, I heard. Oh. Oh wow! Well, I mean, they weren't very happy with some of his decisions during our semi-final with them. Mm, Took yeah. Scott Banks off just when he um it set up the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, lads, don't really care about Bradford and last season because we're talking about this season, aren't we? <laughs> and before we dive into doing the predictions for this season, it's time for a little bit of traditions around here. It's been a while since I've had a chance to do one. That's right. It's time for the Blue Army podcast. Joke of the week. Is he having a laugh? I think he's trying to. It's, it's the Blue, Blue Army, Army podcast. Joke of the week. Right, lads. How much does a hipster weigh? Um, don't know. Don't know. Uh, it's not much. It's just around an Instagram. It got what it deserved. It got what it deserved. Lads, I haven't put the pressure on it you because it's your. Sorry, go yeah. on what you said. <laughs> I, no, I didn't hear you say anything. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Poor from you. Poor crack. Poor <laughs> yeah. crack. Yeah. So it, it's a bit glitchy on my end. I hope it picks up. I hope it uh, picks up. Um, but yeah, lads, um, I, I, it's the it's the first uh, first attempt back after a few uh, a few weeks off four years. You know, so I've got to ease you back in with a little bit of simple preseason. So I haven't put the pressure on you to do your individual segments yet because we might have a bit of a reshuffle going into the new season. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll see how things get on. And also, we've got a lot to cover on this episode. League predictions can take a little bit of a while. Uh, so I thought. You know, we'll we'll just we'll just plow on and we'll dive straight in. But we'll we'll cover the Carlisle United news that is a little bit closer to home. First of which is, of course, the signings of two strikers. Well, this is all the news really I want to cover. One of which is a permanent signing on a one-year deal. His name is Sean Maguire, and you might recognise his name because 
Muggins here scouted him four years. That's right. <laughs> Two years in a row. Paul Huntington. <laughs> now Sean Maguire. I'm going for it, boys. I'm getting my FA scouting badge. I'm going for it. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, on a serious note, though, how are we feeling about Sean Maguire? I mean, I, you know, I did, I've already done a little bit of research on him. Uh, but like, Will, have you had a chance to have a look at him? Yeah. What do you think of this signing? Um, I mean, it's the classic sort of Carlisle signing of a player that's not had the best. He hampered it. Um, but, you know, he's been at a higher level for almost all of his career. So we'll be banking on that experience, seeing him, you know, seeing him well at this level. And, you know, I, I'm. I'm quietly optimistic about him. Um, is a Paul Simpson signing? I think he's somebody that Paul Simpson wanted. So, um, yeah, I'm sure you can. I mean, we all remember Michael Bridges' uh, injury issues hadn't been doing too well for a couple of seasons. Came came up to Carlisle, smashed it. Um, hopefully, that can also happen with Maguire. Yeah, I mean, like it's 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 a big set of shoes to step into the old Michael Bridges shoes, but you never know. You really never know. In Simo, we always trust Liam. You know, we've got we've got uh, what's he called, Luke Plang on loan from Crystal Palace, and uh, you know, obviously Sean Maguire. Uh, how excited are you by these two signings, Luke Plang or Plange, however you're going to pronounce it? Um, I just think neither of them are really proven goal scorers. I don't think either of them scored any goals last season at all. Uh, to be mm. honest, but Sean Maguire is the one that I'm most looking forward to. He's, he's, he's in the hypothetically the prime of his career at 29. Um, plus he's a permanent sign. And, and what excites me as well is uh, Paul Simpson said in an interview that at one point we couldn't afford him. And obviously got these sort of high expectations coming in. I imagine he'd probably be one of the top earners at the club. He's played at a higher level a lot. Like he's been at Preston, he almost played two hundred games in the championship there. Won things in the past in Ireland as well. I he's the one I'm more excited for. Whereas uh, Luke Plans just seems to be this sort of unproven striker from a Premier League club. But he he had been playing in League One last season, even if it hadn't been yeah successful. It, I mean, he came through at Derby, I think. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Crystal Palace. So they've obviously seen a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, so he's he's come through um, the youth system at championship level, but yeah, at Premiership level now, still still a very young player. I mean, he look, he, yeah, he does exactly. look useful. He does look useful. Obviously, I I think there's a few fitness concerns around Sean Maguire not having a full preseason under his belt, so maybe he won't hit the ground running necessarily. Um, but I think the both good signings in an area that we needed to strengthen. And uh, I mean, in these loan signings, you've just got to give Simo and Abbott and the rest of the recruitment team the benefit of the doubt because you you just don't know. Like, we just don't know. We haven't done the hard yards. We haven't gone down there. We haven't watched under 23s Premier League football. So we we, we just don't know. So you just, you just trust them, don't you? And then if it's another yeah. sort of, not a Jack Stretton situation, because I suppose Jack Stretton was actually a pretty good loan signing. It just, ended a bit early for us um but hopefully you know it it, it does it, it doesn't turn out to be a waste of time but it doesn't matter if it does turn out to be a waste of time because we've got Edmore, Maguire and Garner all under contract and they're good options going forward as well so I'm not too worried you what sorry yeah sorry I didn't mean to talk over you I think it cut out 
Um, I mean, we could potentially still do with someone else. Um, mm. You know, just given the, you know, that neither of these two are players that have scored a lot of goals recently. It could go wrong with both of them. Maguire could be injured or just not fit. Plans could just not be up to it. Um, is you know, is a bit more backable, a bit more kind of somebody assigning that you know is probably going to work. Yeah, I mean, like, do you, do you think this affects um, like uh, Gordon maybe coming back? The fact that he's got a friend here, or do you think that this signals the end of that? Maybe, what do you think, Liam? I think they've got him in because they couldn't get Gordon in. I think they've probably gone in for Gordon and Palace have come turned around and said, well, we can't give you him, but here's somebody else you might do if their young players go to the same club. Well, uh, well, I, I suppose that no, no reason why not, but no, I, I, I think if Gordon was going to happen, it would have happened a long time ago. I mean, it does seem like we've been a little bit unlucky during the pre-season, especially um, just, no, we've heard stories that we've never really had insight in before. The fact that Simo's told us there's players in the building and they've literally knocked on his door after half an hour of being in the building and said, I've had a better offer down the road. I'm going to go down the road. And obviously, again, this week, we've had a little bit of insight from Simo, who said on Saturday that there'd be two loan signings coming in on Monday. It's taken until today, which is Tuesday, for plans to be announced. And there still hasn't been the sign of a second loan signing, but there has been another report that's came out that Simpson has said that potentially a deal sort of fell through for a goalkeeper to come in on loan. Uh, Liam, do you do you think that's, you know, do you think we're going to get anyone better than Gabe Breeze at this point to come into that to that secondary position? Do you think he maybe just should be number two for a little bit if you can bring a... We've already brought in a decent goalkeeping coach. Yeah, I, th- I think probably we're still going to get that loan player that Simo's on about. He hasn't said yet that it's fell through. He's just said that there's been a few issues that need sorted out at the parent club before he can come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I, I still think it's it's Jaros from Liverpool. I think everyone kind of knows that by now. Um, I think I think he'll on still probably end up coming in. Interesting, because he was on the bench for Stockport in. And it's also also Czech Czech as well. So, you know, have two Czech goalies. (laughs) Him and and Thomas can maybe have a bit of banter (laughs) in Czech. (laughs) I think Gabe's going to have to learn Czech, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, dear. Oh dear. Right, lads. I mean, like like I said, that's the big bits of news that we've really missed over, over the last couple of weeks while I've been catching up with Devo. Obviously, me and Devo covered a little bit as well in the last episode. Um, so yeah, we're gonna plow on and talk about what is the title basically of this episode, the subject matter of this episode, and it's time for us to do our predictions. Uh, we're gonna start at the bottom of the League One table. We're going to do our relegation zone first and then we'll maybe talk about two or three teams that we think are going to avoid relegation. Then we'll just start ploughing our way up through the League One table with our predictions, finishing off with goal scorers and obviously the big shout at the end. And then it's going to be time for the big fat quiz of that season as well. Don't forget about that one. But lads, we're going to dive in. We're going to talk about... Uh, predictions for the relegation candidates of League One next season. I'll be honest, lads, uh, to set expectations a little bit low, I don't know loads and loads about League One football teams. I don't. You know, we've been in League Two for a very long time. So I might have 
went on a number of different websites and stolen a load of ideas off those guys, which I think, you know, is is, is quite normal, uh, you know. So I've kind of, I've gone with the consensus on a number of these um, and I don't have that much of a leg to stand on if you challenge me. So let's uh, <laughs> see how we get on. Uh, the relegation zone for me, lads. I've put Cambridge at the bottom of the table, followed by Cheltenham, Port Vale and Wigan Athletic are going to be in that bottom spot. Will, who have you put in your bottom four? Um, I've gone with Fleetwood at the bottom of the table. I'm um, above them: Northampton, Shrewsbury, and Cheltenham. Also, just just Cheltenham, we've got matching in the bottom four there. Liam, uh, uh, ditto with Fleetwood. I've got them bottom. Then I've got mm. Wigan, Burton Albion, and Stevenage. All right, okay, okay, okay. So I mean, like, I'll I'll kick things off. Obviously, the the one that me and Will had in common was was Cheltenham. Um, one of the reasons I put those in there is because consistently everyone was pretty much predicting them to go down. So it is very much a consensus uh, decision for me. Will, do you have a little bit more insight on the Cheltenham situation? Alfie May, Alfie May. Well, they've lost top scorer Alfie May, um, and the. Not that big a club either, so like losing a player like that maybe be a big loss. I don't think they've really done anything to replace him. Um, I, you know, they're not a top half finisher anyway. So, you know, if you take away their goals last season, I think they might have gone down. Um, so if they just carry on as they are, I think. Yeah, they're gonna be struggling. They're gonna be struggling. Liam, the one thing that me and you had in common was Wigan. Um, obviously they've got the points deduction, and I, I just don't think the yeah, recruiting's strong enough. Uh they they've uh, they've had Callum McManaman, who they've brought back in. He's not played a single game of football since he played for Tramia uh over two seasons ago, and it's his third spell at Wigan, so it just seems like it's one of those just get him in. Just get him in. He knows what the place is like. And we've seen him kick a football before. But it's they're just recruiting players, it seems like, at the moment, Liam. Not League One quality players either. Um, what do you think of Wigan? Yeah, I think there's a reason they can't sort of get players in. And that's because, you know, you look at Wigan, you maybe have offers from other League One clubs. You see their points deduction. You see the fact that they're having issue paying players, you know, who wants to go there apart from a player that maybe doesn't have any other offers from League One. Maybe you saw of League Two level players, National League level players. Um, they've kept a few from when they went down, but I'd club that it's going to be a really big issue for them just to try and get a, a sort of feel good factor. I think if they lose their first couple of games, and they're getting cut more adrift at the bottom of the table. I think they'll really struggle. I think they'll head the heads will just drop and they'll, you know, they they just won't get anywhere this season. Yeah, but the the points deduction coupled with the fact that the recruitment's been of a low quality. Yeah, I I, I think they'll do well enough to sort of like get themselves off the bottom end of the table, off 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 the bottom of the table. But I don't think they'll ever get out of the relegation zone. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, we'll see. Did you lads have anything yeah. in common there? Did you lads have any shouts in common? Um, yeah, we both said Fleetwood bottom. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I well, don't, I don't, go on, go on, Will. 
I mean, again, it's another small team, so when bad things happen to them, you know, have they got the resources to deal with it? Um, I don't really know what resources they've got because their chairman's gone. It's a weird thing to say, but <laughs> yeah, there's there's gonna be something. Um, I mean, they'll be taken over. Like, so the money that he's put into them is still there. Um, but I mean, what's the possibility though that it turns out that the money that he's put into them is kind of as a result of the crime and things come to bite Fleetwood on the bum? I don't know. Um, just. I've only heard bad things about them this season signings or anything like that. So they seem an easy one to put bottom. Yeah. I mean, I haven't put them too high. Yeah. I put them 17th. And I think like you guys have both got like Northampton and Shrewsbury. Didn't you both shout in your bottom four? I have. Yeah. Do you... I haven't got Northampton and Shrewsbury. No. So they're just outside my bottom four, mate, is, is Northampton yes, and Shrewsbury. Yeah. Literally yeah. 20th and 19th is Northampton and Shrewsbury. Liam, you said yeah, Steve, did you say Stevenage in the bottom four? I did. So, obviously, just coming up from League Two, that's your just shout because for, the, for the people Steve to go Evans. straight back down. Ah, right. Okay, go on. Just because Steve Evans. Just for Steve Evans, because yeah. Steve Evans' <laughs> ball is going to be dead come this next season because of the whole... Uh, time wasting breakdown they're trying to do next season where they're going to add like World Cup level amounts of added time to teams time wasting and that seemed to be Steve Evans's pretty much only tactic I know it's been very harsh but <laughs> you know he, he can't run down games like he used to the ball was in play for what like 39 minutes or some daft like that um but yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting with them because I just don't think they've got the backing to stay up. And I think, uh, as well at this level, fan bases are a big thing, and they just don't have it. They don't have the backing that a lot of these other clubs do. And I think I think they'll do well enough to st- stay clear of the bottom. But with the four relegation spots, I can't really think of anybody else to go twenty first instead of them. I just think they're not just they're just not going to be able. To... No. Doing. Uh, just not going to be able to compete. <laughs> I just don't think they're going to be able to compete. I think we're all a bit choppy because I think Liam, because you're in a different location yeah. and like mine's just bad. And then I yeah. think we're all just a bit choppy because I was going to ask one of you to maybe hit record as well in case one of you was getting a better version than I was getting. But it looks like you're all not especially no. Yeah, it looks like you're all really? getting glitches at the same. Like we're all getting we're all getting the same kind of glitch treatment. So we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll soldier on. We'll get through this. And for the people that do get through this very glitchy episode, I've been saving a secret that. I learned about Paul Simpson. Um, so like just stick through this episode and I'll tell you that right at the end of this episode. So it gives you something to cling on to, even though it's a very skitty little episode. It'll change your opinion on the man. It really will. So hang on right until the end of the episode for that one. I've been saving it. I've been saving it for an occasion like this. I have, I have been saving it for an occasion like this. Right. So obviously, like we said, we've done 20th and 19th anyway, and we've pretty much in those six teams almost got them all in that kind of like bottom area. So we'll power on through. Um, in 18th, I've got Exeter City. 17th, like I've said, Fleetwood. 16th, I've got Stevenage. And then 15th is where I've put Carlisle United. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, it's pretty similar to where I've got Carlisle. I've got us in 16th. Okay, um, do, do, it a, yeah, do it a run 15th. from 20th. Go on. Oh, have you got 15th as well? 
Yeah, all very similar. <laughs> very oh, wow. similar. Jesus. Go Will you quickly go from 20th to 15th, Nate? Okay, 20th. Mm. I've got Cambridge, which I think one of you had relegated. Yeah, bottom line. 18th, 18th, I've got Burton. In 17th, I've got Wigan. In 16th, Carlisle. And in 15th, Stevenage. Yeah, yeah, it's just very similar, crazy similar. Liam, you run through 20 to 15th quickly, mate. mate. Uh, 20th, Northampton. 19th, Cambridge. 18th, Oxford. 17th, Shrewsbury. 16th, Exeter. And 15th. It just feels about right, I think, that, that Carla United finish at, at 15th. I mean, Will, you've gone a little bit lower, but I'm not going to, like, yeah. you know, bully you for it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> yeah. I think there wasn't a lot to pick between Stevenage and Carlisle. Um, obviously, I've just been a bit biased, I think, and given Carlisle the benefit. Uh, like like Liam said, yeah. I think fan bases have a large part to play this season, and I think Stevenage might not travel as well as they did last year, and they might struggle a bit more at this level. So um, I, I've just given Carlisle the benefit of the doubt there because I mean I'm biased, and I think that we'll have a better home record, and that home record will put us above Stevenage. That's 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 pretty much what I'm hanging the hat on uh, of of Carlisle being in fifteenth. Um, are we are, are we being a bit are we being a bit too What's the word for it? Unoptimistic, Will. I don't know. I mean, um, I don't think any of us know a lot about this division because we're all new to it and we've not been following it up to now. So we've kind of got to go a little bit on what the fans of other clubs have said. What A lot of people have us as being relegated. So yeah. this is us. We, you know, we know Simo. We know that we were, you know, predicted to do badly last season and ended up getting promoted. So we'll surprise a few again this season. But you know, with everyone kind of so down on Carlisle in terms of like outside the club, um, I feel like fifteenth, sixteenth is a relatively optimistic. I, you know, part of me is excited. Me says. Uh, you know, mid table, sort of lower mid table, safe from relegation. I would take. Yeah, I think I think that was about it. As long as we don't really get suckered into that, it's just a big drop zone, isn't it? It's a big, big, scary drop zone. It's different being on the other yeah. side of that. Yeah. Uh, when you're being promoted into it, it's very different when you're on the other side of it. Now we're yeah. in League One, and it's a big, scary drop zone. It really is. Uh, Liam, you've put Oxford City. You're the first uh, Oxford United. Sorry, you're the first person to put Oxford United uh, into the mix. I I've I've put them a little bit higher up the table. But what is is there a reason uh, why why you've maybe uh, you know put Oxford City so Oxford United so low? I don't know why I'm keen on saying City. Uh, well, uh, not not particularly. It's it's just one of them ones where I'm not really too sure on the division. Um, and I just kind of don't really like Oxford for whatever reason. <laughs> I was so, just about to say, it's not been personal <laughs> Oxford fans. And then you're like, no, nah, I don't like no, it. Is. It is personal. <laughs> <laughs> so so personal them. reasons. But, uh, yeah, put him down at 18. Absolutely. Yeah, pers personal <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I just think, like, like when, when the further I look down, a lot of the teams underneath Carlisle, they're like the yo-yo teams that go up and down the divisions, your Cambridge, your Cheltenham, your Port Vales, the yo-yo teams, they're always League One, League Two, League One, League Two, League One, League Two. So I think it's like the knowledge that we have as League Two fans, we've we've, we've pretty much all done the same thing by putting those yo-yo teams in the bottom, the, the, the bottom half of the table. But talking about the bottom yeah. half of the table, let's finish it, all right? Let's go from 15th up to 12th, uh, so up to the mid-table position. 
in fact, no, let's go from 15th up to 10th. And then obviously we can talk about like people that might just miss out on the playoffs after that. Uh, so obviously, like we've said, 15th, I've got Carlisle, uh, Burton Albion at 14th, Bristol Rovers at 13th, Oxford United in 12th, Wickham in 11th, and 10th, I've put Lincoln City. Will? Okay, so 15th, as I said, Stevenage, and then quite similar to yours in 14th. In 12th, I've got Leighton Orient. In 11th, I've got Wickham. Uh, we're going up to 10th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in 10th, I've got Oxford. Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. Liam? Same, same Wickham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine's pretty similar as well. I've gone 15th for Carlisle, 14th for Cheltenham. Maybe that's the one that you two disagree with. 13th mm. for Port Vale, 12th for Reading, 11th I've got Leighton Orient, and 10th I've got Bristol. Bristol Rovers in 10th. Yeah. Okay, well, I think, like, you know, you've just said for personal reasons you've put Oxford United as low as you have, and I feel like you might have put Port Vale as high as you have for personal reasons as well, because you've already said that's your favourite <laughs> away day that you're looking forward to next season. <laughs> or, or is there maybe a special reason why, you know, you've decided to go with them a bit higher up the table? Yeah, I think it's it's half and half. I do like Port Vale as a away day, and I do quite like them as a club, but I also think they are just kind of well-run. Okay. Few seasons ago now, I I just like I think they they're solid Port Vale. You, you don't go to Port Vale expecting to absolutely smash them. You can be confident in a win, but you always know it's going to be difficult going to. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Do that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well ran on the pitch, off the pitch. They just yeah. get hands out off Robbie Williams all the time, from what I've heard. Like, they're just like, could I have another £50,000, please, Robbie Williams? Like, I, I don't like that to pop there. And if he keeps giving them it, yeah, it works, doesn't it? It works. Yeah, it genuinely does. Yeah. Why does it Roxanne Pallet kick something into Carlisle? <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Um, not that she's got the money to spare anyway. Yeah. And then obviously, Liam, I'm going to stick with you again because you've put Cheltenham really high, even though it's not just me and Will's tipping them to be quite so low. But what, what has Cheltenham done to Im- impress you over the summer? Uh, yeah, it, it's the thing of I don't think them losing Alfie May will be as big a deal as. But I I quite like Cheltenham. I feel like a lot of people have put them down there purely because they've lost Alfie May. 
when if you look at last season, I think he was their top goal scorer, but he wasn't as good as he has been in seasons prior. Uh, he mm. was linked with a move where the season before that. And I just think Cheltenham have enough to stay up. And I, don't know, I, I just I just feel like it's more of a gut feeling than anything else. I don't think it's going to affect them too much. I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, um, I mean, Wills, it's mid-table. There isn't really much to discuss about mid-table. I just wanted to argue with Liam a little bit. So I'll let you kick off the outside no. the playoffs discussion. <laughs> uh, so you can go from ninth to seventh, mate, uh, with your just outside the playoff candidates. Great teams, yeah. Okay, so ninth, I've got Peterborough. In eighth, I've got Bristol Rovers, uh, just above where I think Hughes had them. And in seventh, I've got Reading. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, have you have you said Leighton Orient yet, Will? I have said Leighton Orient to have them in twelfth. Ah, fair enough. I think I'm going to end up with them at the highest point because I've gone with Reading in ninth, Charlton Athletic in eighth, and then I've got Leighton Orient just narrowly missing out on the on the final playoff spot in seventh position. Liam. Uh, yeah. Um, Charlton in ninth, Lincoln in eighth. Uh, Peterborough in seventh, and that's it, isn't it? That's the that's the that's yeah, the four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Petersburg, obviously they they missed out uh, via the playoffs last season. They were beaten by Sheffield uh, quite comfortably in the end. And um, I mean, I've decided to put them a little bit further up. But like Liam, why don't you think they'll have as much momentum as they had last season to be able to get into the playoffs this time round? Just because of the way they lost the playoffs, you know, they were so far ahead in that first leg against Sheffield Wednesday and then they just absolutely bottled it in the second. I think that that does a lot to you mentally as a club. Like, I still think they've got a group of good players and I still think they'll play some good stuff like they did last season. But the mental impact of what happened last season, I think they'll miss Fall further short. I mean, I, I mean, I've put Leighton Orient just outside those playoff positions because there's always a team w- that comes up that does exceptionally well, and I just think it's going to be Leighton Orient this time. But I don't think any of the teams have enough to really have the momentum to drag themselves over the line into the playoffs at any point. But I do think Leighton Orient are potentially in a good position to be the best at it. Because I think they're one of those teams that is a yo-yo team as well. They're going to have a good season next season. And the season after, it's all going to go to pot. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Will, did you just... Was it was it Reading that you put out just outside the playoffs? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why um, do you think they just quite haven't got enough to get over the line? I think it's just following that relegation and a few issues behind the scenes just make me want to duck a few points off them. Um, you know, I mean, I, I I don't know if they've done that much in the transfer window. Signed a few players, and I think fairly eye-catching signing. Um, uh, they're back under transfer embargo now, though. So I don't know. It's I think just that sort of stuff. They seem to be a decent team. Obviously, they've come down from the championship, but just things going on off the pitch. I think it'll just just make me not fancy them. Yeah, I mean, like we, I think we've all, we've all put Reading outside the playoffs, haven't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're all we're all pretty much along the same lines when it comes to Reading. Uh, we'll just do the playoff positions now, lads. Uh, obviously, there's two automatic promotion positions, and now we're going to do the four playoff candidates. Liam, do you want to kick things off for us this time? 
Yeah, I've gone with Blackpool in sixth, uh, Wickham in fifth, Bolton in fourth, and Barnsley in third. That's pretty decent. Well, uh, Barnsley in sixth, Portsmouth in fifth, Bolton in fourth, and Charlton in third. All right, okay. I mean, I've gone with Barnsley in sixth, just like you have, Will. Bolton in fifth, Blackpool in fourth, and Petersburg just missing out on the automatic promotion places. Um, I think they're going to rally. Um, you know, Liam, what you said earlier, I, I think Peterborough are going to be able to rally and I think they're going to do pretty much the same as what they did last season. Maybe they'll end up being in the top two for most of the season, in fact, and then I think they might bottle it and fall away. Um, and that's where a team like, well, I'll put, I'll, I'll give you a sneaky peek. I'll put Portsmouth in second. I think they're going to nick it at the last minute. Um, but yeah, Barnsley, Bolton, Blackpool and Petersburg for me, it's all very similar. Uh, for all our playoffs. Uh, but, Will, you've put Charlton inside of your playoff positions. Any particular reasons why? Mm-hmm. Um, They just missed out last season. I, But, you know, they're well run. Um, and they've had, like, issues in the past. But I think those issues are over now. And I think they're kind of, like, bouncing back. I could be wrong. Yeah. But um, I think they're kind of, like, on the up again now, so season. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like now, because there's there's one name we all definitely haven't said. Um, obviously there's two names we all haven't said, but there's one name we all definitely haven't said. Uh so I mean, like in second, I've got Portsmouth and top of the league, I've got Derby. Will, what have you got? Uh second, I've got Blackpool and top of the league, I've got Derby. Yeah, uh, Liam. I've got uh, Portsmouth in second and Derby in first. All right, so we're matching on that one, yeah. Liam. Um, I've got a few reasons why I think Portsmouth uh, are going to do really well this season, not just because of the size of the team, the support that they have, how well they've been doing in previous seasons. They're on a bit of a resurgence. The momentum is definitely building in their favour. Nobody likes to travel down there. Um, and, it, and and you can see it with teams like Plymouth as well. Like When you've got a tricky place to go to, it really is an advantage uh, in League One or League Two because those players aren't as used to traveling as some of the players in higher divisions but um Liam why have you put Portsmouth in seconds I feel like you've been in league 1 long enough stop <laughs> it get your act together and get yourself out of this division because Portsmouth <laughs> just Portsmouth fans are not happy being in league 1 and I feel like if they don't go up this season the club's just going to absolutely explode <laughs> um, but yeah, they've they've served their time in League One. They're easily a top championship club, possibly a Premier League club, if you're talking about the size of the club, the size of the fan base. And I just I think it's a shame that they're in this division at all. Uh, um, you know they've had a few close calls in the champ in the uh, in the playoffs, but uh, yeah, I, I, and I I hope for Portsmouth's sake that they go up because I quite like them. <laughs> well, you've put Blackpool in there, uh, so that'll be yeah. a, a, a bounce back promotion for Blackpool. Um, yeah. what, what what makes you think that they they're going to be able to have any kind of momentum and dig themselves out of the situation they got themselves into last season? Well, I feel someone has to bounce back. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> 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 feeling that if a club's well run, there and. I don't have a list of their signings, but I think they were getting kind of like a fair few decent ones. 
Um, they obviously making cheeky bids for the likes of own Moxon. Um, he's not going to go to Blackpool. I'm, I, I feel certain of that. But they'll get somebody. You know, one of these cheeky bids are going to come off, and they, you know, they they are assembling and are going to assemble. Good side. But not as good as Derby's team, who we've all decided to put top of the table. Uh, Liam, what's the most impressive thing about Derby being in League One then? Uh, the ground. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to it. But yeah. um, I don't. it's not going to be there for very long, is it? They're, they're just far too big to be down here. And I think I said something similar with Portsmouth, but Derby, they've got the sort of financial backing as well now, and I think they're just going to go straight up. I think they'll absolutely tear the league apart. I, I, I don't know. They've been dossing about the bottom two divisions for a while now as well, so they've kind of got harder work to kind of, you know, to get out of that because, you know, finances and stuff like that. I think this is Derby, only Derby's second season down here. And they didn't do that well in the first season, but that just all, makes you all the more think that they'll make absolutely sure that this season they go back up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's nice that we've all ended on it. I mean, it was very similar pretty much all the way through. Just one or two things that we ended up discussing there that we, we might have disagreed on a little bit. But um, yeah, it's always fun doing a prediction table. We put Derby at the top. Uh, Will, you put Carlisle 16th and me and Liam put Carlisle at 15th. Uh, but we're going to move on and we're going to do our predictions for Carlisle United's top goal scorer for next season. And the reason I've just mentioned where we put Carlisle in the league is obviously going to reflect in the amount of goals we think our top goal scorer is going to score, which for me, it's opened it up to a plethora of candidates. Um, so, I mean, Will, I'll let you go first. Uh, who, do, who do you think Carlisle United's top goal scorer is going to be? And just as a caveat, how many goals do you reckon they're going to get? Yeah. Um, I think Edmo, I think he's going to get 12 goals. Why do you think um, Edmo? Well, um, he, you know, he's had the club to be a goal scorer last season. His chances were limited due to injury, the form of other players. But now he's in a much stronger position to uh, as our main goal scorer. Um, you know, Maguire's the only other option that was really there for me. Um, he um hasn't scored that many recently. I could have injury issues, so I kind of like lent more towards Edmo. But I'm saying like 12 goals, um it's kind of what you expect if you're uh, some mid-table team top scorer gets about a dozen and that's the only reason why I've picked that number as well just because it's going to finish yeah Liam what have you gone with uh, I've gone with Sean Maguire to get uh, same as Will's 12 goals Um, I, I just feel like he's going to come in he's going to be the man I, I think it's an issue that he hasn't had a proper pre-season but it's just I don't really think any of our other goal scorers, other than Edmondson, really, because I feel like it is probably going to be a Edmondson and Maguire front two for most of the season. I heard you in the end, because I think he's, he's got that bit of quality that maybe Edmondson doesn't have quite yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I've got a bit more left field with it, and I suppose I could even call it my big shout. 
I'm not calling it my big shout. Um, <laughs> but I've gone with I've gone with Alfie McCalmont with nine goals. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like we're going to be. I, I think like the, last season, there's a, there's a couple of reasons for this. Obviously, it, you know, fingers crossed we don't lose Mox. Uh, but I think if we did, then Alfie's taking the set pieces. Um, number two is because I, I don't think we're going to change formation necessarily, but I do think rather than playing with one holding midfielder in Callum Guy and allowing Moxon and McCalmont to go forward, I feel like we're going to end up with. Two holding midfielders being Moxon and Callum Guy, with only McCalmont really being the one that goes forward to help the attacking force. And I think him pulling up late at the edge of the box on a regular occasion, he, he's shown that he can score from there in the past. And, um, you know, I just maybe Maguire won't stay injury free. Maybe Edmore won't stay injury free. They've both had uh, injuries in the past. And um, yeah, I, that's it's a big shout, but uh, I've gone with that. I've gone with that. Uh, so I've gone with Alfie McCalmont. And uh, the real big shout, gentlemen, the bit of fun that we get to have. I mean, the whole episode's a bit of fun, really. But uh, the bit of fun that we get to have, the really big shout, yeah. the bit that we're all kind of waiting for, the big silly shout. Um, I'll go first. I'll say um, I'm going with, and it's a, not a good one this season. It's a naughty yeah. one. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying that no goals for Joe Garner. No goals for Joe Garner. That's what I'm Ooh. saying. No goals for Joe Garner. Well, you just and, think he's uh, not going to play that much, or I think he's not going to play that much. I think um, even even when he does play, he's not going to be the he's going to be asked to supply a striker. He's not going to yeah. be the person scoring the goals, which is a lot of what he did last yeah. season. And also League One level, he struggled with Fleetwood last season, and I think he might struggle a little bit with us this season. So that's my big bold shout for the season. I'm not proud of it. Um, but I, that is my big bold shout of this season. I hope he proves <laughs> me wrong. Um, Will, yeah. what's your big bold shout this year? Um, uh, by the end of the season, uh, Skelly's jingles will take 45 minutes, leaving only 15 <laughs> minutes and episodes for the time. <laughs> I can't That's guarantee really the word. <laughs> you, you haven't heard the remix of Guessing the Player yeah. yet. Um, my, my real this season, Taylor Charters will win the League Player of the Month or the League One Player of the Month. He'll have okay. one you know, hopefully more, but he'll have at least one really good month where he then wins Player of the Month. Maybe I should have downgraded that to just being nominated for Player of the Month, but it's got to be a, it's got to be big to be a big shout. So I'm going to say he's going to be a big shout. I like that. Win one of the because there's a, I think there's like a couple. There's like, but um, kind of Player of the Month awards. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. It's always unlikely that we ever do manage, even when managers and players deserve it, that they, they just don't want to drive the trophy up here or a photographer <laughs> up here or something. I don't know what it is, but uh, Liam, what's your big bold shout for the season ahead? I think at some point next season, Carla will get a sellout crowd. A uh, sellout? All, the full 18,000 or whatever. They, I think it's technically 17. Okay. Okay. That is a big yeah. bold shout. Whether that be with whether that be with a cup, whether that be with a cup run or I don't know. I think at some point next season there'll be a record crowd. Excellent. 
Um, I mean, it would be awesome if it happens. It'd be awesome if it happens. It'd be awesome if Will's things happen as well. It yeah. would be awesome if my thing happens. No. That kind of suck. <laughs> uh, Unless so he glad... kind of like gets the highest number of assists in the division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you listen to this. Assists. I was scraping the barrel for something. I didn't know what to say. No. I just, that's all I just came up with. I really hope he doesn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, we'll see. We'll see, lads. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna end things with the big fat quiz of last season. Uh, we need to get through this, don't we? Uh, obviously, the season does start next week, uh, so we are going to be spilling over into next week, which will set us up nicely because we'll have the uh, the return of guessing the player, and we'll obviously have the big fat quiz of last season so there'll be our two games that will be starting uh, our league campaign with next season we dropped Blue Army bid it and the reason why is because one it's a ball ache for me to research and put together and two it's this whole game this this whole episode's just been a bit of a game anyway so like you know <laughs> we've already got one game at the end so we, you know, we just yeah. we'll just stick to that one anyway we'll just stick to that one right so it's time to play the big fat quiz of last season so we left things and it was five well will just came back he's got five points but liam's still on seven points it's will's turn to pick category a or category b and it's uh well it's it's will's first opportunity since the opening exchanges to potentially claim the lead here today so uh it's exciting times will category a or category b please um uh, b please we're going with B. Will's gone with category B. Here we here we go. Carlisle's first game of 2023 was a 2-1 loss. To whom? Uh, you're going to have to read that again. Sorry, you cut out. I will. Don't worry. <laughs> Carlisle's first game of 2023 was a 2-1 loss. To whom? Oh, first game of twenty twenty three. Sorry. Um, I think it was Radford. It was Doncaster, I'm afraid. Ah. It was Doncaster. Unlucky, unlucky. It's a difficult one to start <laughs> things off with. Your second question, Will, is. Yeah. Carlisle's yeah. last signing in January was who? Uh, last signing in January. So let's try and kind of like run through in my head. Oh, not who... out loud, yeah, not out loud. The questions are very similar Liam. and you might be helping Liam if you <laughs> yeah. say things out loud. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, so our, our final signing of the window, I am going to go with. Ah, oh, my mind's gone blank, and I can't think of. So, um, um, I think it was Robinson. It was Joe Garner, I'm afraid, Wills. It was Joe Garner, the last <laughs> man to come in. And the final question for you today, Wills, is at the end of January, Carlisle beat Barrow 5-1. And who scored the last goal of the game? 
Um, was it Huntington? It was Dennis. It was Dennis, mate. I'm afraid it was Dennis. You've done, you've done exactly Always. what Liam did last yeah. week. All three, or get all three wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think the quiz master needs to look at that. <laughs> the questions no, are no exactly the bloody same. The... They're, they're exactly the same. They're pretty much exactly the same questions. We've gone through this before, and you know they are. <laughs> <laughs> For example, question A for Liam. <laughs> Carlisle's last game of 2022 was a 3-0 victory against whom? Hmm. So it will have been on Boxing Day, I'd imagine. Um, very good question. A very similar really... question to what somebody else had to answer earlier <laughs> very on. Very similar question. <laughs> uh, who did we beat 3-0? I was at it as well, which is the worst part. Oh, was it? 3-0 uh, at some point. Was it Salford? Was it Salford? Will's done it. Unfortunately, we can't steal <laughs> points, but Will's done it. It was crew. It wasn't on Boxing I was Day, it, as well. it was on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, it was on New I Year's knew, Eve. I knew that I'd thrown him off because oh, he's forgotten that there's always one between Boxing Day and New Year. I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say, <laughs> I, I didn't want to hint oh, him. Yeah, I yeah, didn't, yeah. We didn't want to hint him up. That wouldn't be fair if we hinted him up there. But it's all right. It's still 7-5. And Liam with the opportunity to extend the lead here. Carlisle's first January signing was whom? Was it? I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. Um, J.K. Gordon, John Kamani Gordon. It was Jack Robinson. Uh, I should have got that. Well, no, because you were probably thinking only must have been towards the end. <laughs> yeah, I think Will might free you off a little bit. Uh, Jack Robinson, yeah, brought in on loan on the 2nd of January. And uh, for the record, Joe Garner was brought in on a permanent contract on the 16th of January. So uh, we didn't really do any business towards the tail end of uh, of the transfer window. Liam, your last opportunity to extend your lead here is, with the final question, at the end of January 2023, Carlisle beat Barrow five goals to one. But who scored the first goal? I know that. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Uh, <laughs> um, no, anywhere. Thing is, <laughs> I know the second one was Garner. I know Dennis got two. I know Edmondson got one and he missed a penalty. And I know Moxon got one at some point. So, was it? Thing, my thinking is, it probably wasn't Dennis because we start. It's Garner, and we don't usually start them two together. So, it'll have to have been Moxon. 
Will, who do you think it was? Yeah, because what did Moxon get two? It was John Mellish. Oh, what? It was John Mellish. Yeah, yeah, it was John Mellish in the first half. Yeah, if you look it up and you go back, it was John Mellish on like the 40th minute or something like no, that. No, I know now that you've said it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, lads, a complete wipeout on both sides leaves the scores at 7-5 still to Liam and still a lot to play for. So, uh, lads, it's it's been an absolute howler. I did promise... Uh, a story about Paul Simpson at the end of this episode for the people that have managed to get themselves okay. through the glitches uh, or at least some information, some insider knowledge on Paul Simpson uh, that not everybody would get to know. Uh, obviously, from my experiences from working at Brunton Park, uh, I would make breakfast uh, for the players and for the coaches, uh, but they would have to make themselves their own teas and their own coffee. Um, so if you have milk and sugar in your tea, Will, how do you do it? Tea bag, hot water, Sugar milk, yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Yeah. No Liam, swap your milk and your sugar. I don't have sugar. Swap your milk and your sugar, but yeah. Okay. Okay. But the way you don't do it, I don't is really the way, drink tea. It's it. The way you definitely don't do it is the way that Simo does it, which is milk, tea bag, right? No. <laughs> sugar. I mean, there's a whole water. you know. <laughs> there's a whole song about that that's been in the charts. I know it's like a hot button. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It makes me feel differently about him. But even still, even still, I w- I'm going. I'm going to make a cup of tea like that just to see what he's on about. I'm going to have to. But I did say to him, I said, I bet you make a cup of tea like that just because you don't want anyone to ask you to make you a cup of tea. Because <laughs> I bet when your missus when your missus makes one for you, she's not making it the way that you're making it. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure to come back. Uh, I apologise for the for the glitchy uh, reception. Uh, myself and Wills are going to run off to go and see Carlisle City play against Sunderland RCA. Liam, you're isolated yeah. up in Scotland. <laughs> you want me to head um, up there, right? Yeah, we're going to pretty much dive off straight away now. Uh, so there isn't really oh. anything else left for us to do, apart from oh. saying... Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. <laughs> it's like Will's forgot we were even being recorded. Well, do you want me to stop recording, I? Um, we can if you want. Um, I'll just no, it's not about. It's, it's just to say that I'm going to be away on holiday next week. Okay. So. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.